Where's John? What's all the excitement? Wakanda! We can't find John. He was heading that way. Oh, no. Check that old refrigerator. Thanks, Ricardo. Remember, never get in anything that could close up and trap you. Like an old trunk or an abandoned refrigerator. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! And we, I think you, we need to hold each other to a schedule. Yeah, I think, like, this is perfect for me, like a Sunday morning type thing. Yeah. But, obviously, you know, I know you. see what we can we yeah. figure out you know? or i could you know whatever it, we'll figure it out sure i think when, when like you really want to do it you do it yeah, think, yeah even yeah. if we just said we're going to do this once a month yeah i think we should be able to commit to that once a month i think so you know if we just said every third sunday this is what we're going to do and that's what we would do i like it third yeah. sunday whatever you know i'm just yeah, saying that that's a good this one, is the man. third sunday of this month that's the only reason i'm saying that i yeah. think that's good yeah yeah yeah. I think you just made a schedule. Yeah. You're the yeah. boss, man. Every third Sunday. That could be like... That could be... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Chris? Morning, John. How you doing? You know. Yeah. I'm tired. I do know. <sighs> How's that coffee, man? I drank it all. You drank it all? Did you? Do you like my coffee? It's a little. Yeah, it's a little different. I I'm a little. I like it strong. It's strong. Yeah, know? it is strong. I like it like I like my women. Dark. Black and strong. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna make a gay joke and say I like it like I like my men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> strong and black. <laughs> I'm not attacking the gay community. There's nothing wrong with a big, veiny, black dick, all right? <laughs> Let's not start out being cunts already, Yeah, we don't need right? to be cunts just yet. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I need a lighthearted conversation this week, man, because it's been just, oof. A little tough? Well, we won't go into that. But... Yeah, we're not going to go into that. Yeah, well, you know. Um, I'll tell you what, man, I've been like, I've been lately, I've been like looking for cartoons for my kids to watch and I... Not really a whole lot to... Well, so modern cartoons, I feel like there's no, like, they're, they're trying so hard to like educate or, uh, like illustrate something or, you know, like... Or it's just so mindlessly stupid that it's like, yeah, it's nothing. So like, I guess like, um, because I'm a dirtball from the '90s, I was like, fuck it, let's look up Ren and Stimpy. So I, I did. I mm. found Ren and Stimpy on, uh, I don't know if it was on uh, Disney Plus or Hulu or. Yeah, I don't know who has the property to that. Yeah, I don't. Well, what what do they come on Nickelodeon? Were they a Nickelodeon show? Oh, it was a Nickelodeon show, wasn't was it? it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I'm not that that familiar with it. Yeah. yeah. Really, you didn't like Ren and Stimpy? It's not that I didn't like it. I just I don't think um, 
I, think I after, loved it. Yeah, I think after like a certain age, I didn't really watch too many cartoons anymore. Not that it like I'm like really nostalgic for a lot of the things I grew up with. Like I love it. Yeah. Like to this day, I still love everything that I loved as a child. I just think like once I hit like. I don't know, like a certain age, I didn't watch a whole lot of animation. Unless unless it was, like, drawn, like, superior, like, some superior type of artwork, I didn't really get into it, you know? Huh. Yeah. No, nah, not me, man. If there yeah. were certain shows, like, I miss Rocco's Modern Life, I miss, uh, and, and I don't know why, but I always kind of liked the gritty ones. Like, I loved Ren and Stimpy because there was, like, this, uh, it was probably way too smart. For, for a kid for a dipshit kid yeah you know there was There's definitely like a lot of adult humor yeah yeah but you didn't know it so there was a lot of slapstick which i still think is hilarious like right. ren freaking the fuck out and slapping the shit out of stimpy yeah and his head spins like four times in a row and you could see like these ripples in his neck because he smacked them so <laughs> that's a, that's an you aspect know. too of like cartoons that i kind of miss um, because it feels like now it's like everything is about um, like soft and nice. Yeah, so yeah. not just soft and nice, but also like let's dumb it down so that everybody can relate to it. And you're not re- like I felt like growing up, like a lot of the shit that I watched, I didn't have a whole lot of frame of reference for what it was about. So it was like the show kind of educated me. Yeah. Whereas now it's like let's not even waste our time trying to educate people. Like if they can't relate to it, don't put it on. I think it was pe- people's attention spans are so small now. Yeah. But, like, when we were kids, like, uh, you know, we had, like, I don't know, like, six channels. We had, like, 3, 6, 10, 17, 57, and 29. And, like... That's when we were really little. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, when we were really little. And then, like, even when we had cable, I don't think we had more than, like, 100 channels. Yeah. But now it's, like, you got... Millions. You know, yeah, you got, like, 500 channels and you can't find nothing to watch. Or on so demand. Like, so if something doesn't catch your attention right away, you flip right by it. Yeah. So I, I don't think people really waste their time trying to educate a kid about something like they used to. But also on the uh, entertainment industry, I swear, I feel like there's, the, like, maybe, dude, it's, like, I'm, like, always going to attack this modern, woke... And it's not just woke, but it's also, like, this soft anti-bullying bullshit of, like, now they're, like, afraid to show Bugs Bunny smacking the yeah. shit out of, you know, one of and the other characters. And that shit was just entertaining. Well, it, all it was was entertaining. I didn't go out and want to beat somebody up because I watched Bugs Bunny. I didn't want to fucking think, smash somebody with a hammer because Tom and Jerry smashed each other with hammers. Dude, they really believe it that, was like, humorous. if you can remove all violence from these TV shows, which is crazy because they... They do and they don't. They do and they, yeah. they like they choose when it's okay to see violence, you know? Yeah. Like uh, I, I don't know, man. It's just it's so the cartoons to me when you watch these little like little kids, my children are two and three years old. They're watching Mickey Mouse or I don't know. Right now they're upstairs watching The Rocketeer, which is like uh I guess a spin off of the Disney movie The Rocketeer, which yeah. is also an older um, it might have been a comic book. I don't even know. I don't know either. And that's because yeah. that's something I usually would know. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's very comic bookish. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it, the character is very, yeah, very much like a, a superhero kid, kind of Yeah, thing. like a spinoff of Iron Man. Like a kid, yeah. you know, a kid makes his own little rocket suit and flies yeah. around and saves people. And uh, listen, it's cool. But even when you watch it, modern cartoons, they've they've detached. Like, it's so soft 
mm-hmm. that there's no confrontation. Even the bad guy in the show, it's like this very mild, like, ha-ha, I robbed this bank. Yeah. And I'm going to drive away. And then the good guys are like, oh, no, let's go get the... And then when they get the bad guy, it's like this really soft, like, hey, we told you not to do this. And the bad guy's like... I know. Yeah, yeah. It's so like... Uh, Dude, in reality, no he just robbed a fucking bank. Yeah. I, that's a... And that's... um. I think like that comes into... Um, what am I trying to say here? Like, you're not being creative. You're, yeah. Like, the, the people who are making it aren't being creative. Like, there's all these parameters Ugh. and guidelines... When red, I was a kid. The red tape is ridiculous, dude. Yeah, like when I was a kid, like like my thing, my biggest twist in life from the time I was five years old was G.I. Joe. Yeah. Like I love G.I. Joe, a real American hero. Yeah. Like I just love it. And, um, but I had no, I didn't know anything about the military when sure. I was five years old. I didn't know any, like, and it's very science fiction. Sure. It's, you know, it's, it's not just like straight ahead military, like, you know. It's it's a very sprawling kind of Marvel type story. Sure. You know, with all these well, it's fun. Five hundred characters and they they're kind of like heroes. You know, yeah, they're kind of like yeah, superheroes. Exactly, and it, actually, GI Joe was supposed to be part of the Marvel universe before it became GI Joe. It was actually uh, it was supposed to be like a Nick Fury thing. No shit. Nick Fury a shield. It was going to be Nick Fury and the Fury Force. And some of the G.I. Joe characters were created specifically for this Marvel property, like Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow and, you know, hmm. things like they were supposed to be part of this Fury Force thing. And Cobra was actually Hydra. But when they, when Hasbro came in and said, look, we have this idea to resurrect this G.I. Joe toy line, you know, we need, you know, some kind of spin here. They took this Fury Force idea and turned it into G.I. Joe and they're like, well, who's the enemy going to be? So instead of Hydra, the first thing was, we're going to call it Cobra. So huh. it was like... It's a very, like, right now, had that not happened, you might be seeing, like, certain G.I. Joe characters and all this Marvel stuff. But, um, so, like, G.I. Joe was, like, a Marvel property, but it was specifically created to sell a toy line. But, back to what we were saying, it was, there was all these parameters of things that you couldn't do. Right. You know, you couldn't have blood. Yeah. You couldn't have death. I mean, you have a military thing with no death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you couldn't have bullets. Sure. All these guys are walking around with this very, like, accurate yeah. military equipment. Look like a machine gun. Machine guns, but they're shooting blue and red lasers at each other. And, uh, like, they couldn't have, like, they couldn't have, like, a, uh, a helicopter explode or some shit without the character having a parachute on. Huh. Like, there couldn't be any possibility that somebody was going to die on the TV show. But you would have never realized it had you not really examined it. Because the creators were creative enough to kind of worked their way around these things. That's an interesting take. I never even realized that until you just explained there's, that now. Oh, man, there's all this stuff. Like, um, But they, it was so interesting and so intriguing, and there was so much left to your imagination Yeah. that you didn't even really worry about it. Like, I mean, you have a, a story about the military with, you know, good guys and bad guys. There's no death. So it's almost like the, the story is almost morally bankrupt because there's, there's no consequence to it. But they were you know, creative enough. That they to were keep creative enough to keep you going, and um, I mean, there's so many little intricate storylines, and you know, you you wonder through the entire series what the Snake Eyes look like under the mask. They never show you. But you're always wondering. Yeah. You know, what's Cobra Commander look like? The mask. There was such a thing with mask. Yeah. In GI Joe, that it was always like, 
you know, you're always imagining something more than what you were seeing. Yeah. And, um, but now everything is so oversaturated that it's like, if we don't reveal anything here, people are going to lose interest. Dude, so, I loved Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. I would wear beaters just because of that. Because of Sergeant Slaughter? Dude, I was like, <laughs> that's what a fucking badass yeah. does. He wears dude, like, beaters. That's you know? like one of the unsung heroes of the 80s there, man. Like, Sergeant <laughs> Slaughter just would cross over in the shit. Like, he was a pro wrestler. Yeah. And yeah, he would so just wasn't, cross over into. Doesn't, dude, this is going to. Look Look at how this ties yeah, in, dude. That's it's so fun. That's beautiful, yeah. man. Yeah, I remember um, that was actually one of the few times when I did kind of pay a little bit of attention to wrestling is yeah. when. Slaughter when I, was there. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, dude, look at him. He is a fucking badass. Yeah, and then know? they fucking made him an Iraqi sympathizer. Really? Yeah, in 1991, it was like with the, one of the cheapest storylines in the world. But it got like, but that's what wrestling is. Wrestling is like a satire of real life. Yeah. So it's like they do something, and it's the way they present it. They present it almost like in this arena of sport where you almost think like, like that's so cheap that they would do that without any, like it's almost like, listen, you fucking idiot. This is a TV show. Yeah. This is not a sport. None of this has any bearing on anything rea- like reality based. This is a complete satire sure. of real life. You know, like we don't have Nazi sympathizers <laughs> that are wrestling for fucking world titles like yeah. these these props that these prop belts. What the fuck do they care? They they're of no consequence. I mean, like you look at like the Iron Sheik. You know, like that he became the world champion. Right around this, the time of the Iran-Contra thing. Really? It was totally to get sympathy for, you know, the good guy to wrestle him. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So when they bring... That's how Hulk Hogan became Hulk Hogan. He hmm. beat the the Iranian guy. Yeah. And, you know, everybody was behind him. It was like, this fucking Hulk Hogan dude better fucking whip the shit out of this Iranian motherfucker. This Iran dude, you know? So <laughs> that's how Hulkamania became a thing. Really? You know? So, I mean, it's wrestling is like this real, like, kind of redundant thing but there's, but isn't that there's what, a simple genius to it isn't that what all tv shows and like do when i think back to the 80s and the 90s shows even the early 2000s i i enjoy when you talk about real life right what i don't enjoy is you pushing an agenda on me yeah like, yeah like don't, we don't discussed, try to change my point of view yeah it's okay you can you, educate me yeah you, it's right. okay if you lightheartedly tread on a right. modern topic but like, dude, like, like we discussed in an earlier episode, that show Shameless, I loved it. Mm-hmm. And if you would have just kind of brushed on, like, oh, Trump's doing this or Biden's doing that or whatever, and just kind of like walked away from the story and didn't like, didn't push it, didn't put, just mention it and like try to set it in my modern world, I would have went, yep, okay, yeah, they live in the real world with the rest of us, and and they're dealing with modern politics. But instead, you pushed it so fucking hard that I never even finished a show. I was like, fuck this show, you know? And and to me, like, even back to the cartoons is like, dude, it's it's so ridiculous um that like I don't feel them pushing um well some of them it's kind of funny. I was watching one show with my kids and it was very Greenpeace. Like they were like saying weird shit like um well, that's because he drives a car that burns a lot of emissions. And I was like... Trying to educate you about, like... What, dude? Like, this is a kid's cartoon. They're fucking three. They are 15 years away from fucking knowing what that means. Yeah, but... You know? I don't really... Like I said, like, if the... That's an agenda. 
that's yeah. not educating something about like um yeah i remember when i was a kid and i don't want to keep talking about wrestling but like this was a weird thing to me they had a guy whose gimmick was irs when i was like 10 years old internal revenue service those were his initials irs erwin oh, r schleister how and boring this dude, is that right exactly super boring I don't, at 10 years old, and I didn't know. And his name is Scheister? Erwin R. Scheister, IRS. That was his, that was his gimmick. He Isn't was in Scheister a, like a, a bad, like, yeah, a derogatory like, term Exactly. Jewish he people? was a bad guy. He was yeah. a bad guy. And he would, he would wrestle in like a fucking collared shirt with like, like short sleeves with suspenders, fucking slacks and like shoes. It looked really uncomfortable. Yeah. But he was like a wrestling accountant. Yeah. So like for me being 10 years old, I'm like. What the fuck is the IRS, and why do I give a shit about this fucking nerd, you know, being a wrestler? Yeah. But that's how I found out what the IRS was. Really? Like, so it kind of, it educated me on something that I didn't really know anything about at that age. But, see, like, what you're describing is, like, when they're talking about, like, the carbon emissions and all this shit like that, they're trying to dictate what a kid knows. And I'm not saying that those aren't real things to worry about. Yeah. They are. But... You're not just laying out the information for them. You're kind of dictating how they're supposed to think about it. I guess that's the issue, is it's not a fact. It's a, an opinionated... Right. It, it's a it's, bias. It's a Yeah, it's a fact with an opinionated slant on it. And that's the part where, like, uh, listen, I'm a hot rod guy. And even as a hot rod guy, I do concern myself with, you know, uh, our pollution of this planet, you know? Right. But... I also think that, like, a three-year-old, you know, like, I don't think that it's, like, I, th- I don't know. I guess it's the same old shit with, like, even with, like, the, the modern social issues with the gay community and all that. I, I You often, can't dumb it down to the point that you can't enjoy anything. I sometimes just think, dude, they're so fucking young. Do we got to start this yeah. early? But then it's the great question of when is the right time? Right. You know, so, like... I don't know. So the moral of what I'm getting at is, is I was like, dude, I just want like, like funny, like, what is a cartoon? See, that- to me, like, that's like, I know you, you kind of dig like that Ren and Stimpy kind of thing. You like the it. funny stuff. You like the, the zany kind of yeah. cartoon. And I love Tom and Jerry. Yeah, I like them too. I love the Looney Tunes. Yeah, I loved it. I loved all that shit. But for me, like cartoons, when you say we want to talk about cartoons, like I'm all about that stuff like the fucking G.I. Joe, the Transformers, the adventure kind of sci-fi type thing. Like, that's what I loved as a kid. Okay. But I loved, like, the Looney Tunes. Yeah. And I hate that, like, I can't fucking watch, like... You know what else? I loved Popeye. Yeah. You, Popeye would never be on today. Yeah. It would never be. I mean, like this... Uh, yeah, I bet you can't even find it. I, you really can't. Like, you gotta, like, really look for it to or find Looney it. Or Looney Tunes. Yeah. You can't find original nah, Looney Tunes cartoons. Nah, they won't just air that shit. I mean, you got 500 fucking channels. You can't watch Looney Tunes. You can't watch Popeye. So what I noticed... Popeye was a household name. I don't know if it was a glitch on my Apple TV or what, but I did find Ren and Stimpy on one of the, uh, one of the apps, uh, whether it was Netflix or Hulu or whatever. Yeah. I, I did find Ren and Stimpy, and I'm, sh- I'm scrolling through... So I started singing happy, happy, joy, joy to my kids. And right. they're laughing and they're like, oh my God, dad's They think you crazy. made it up. Yeah. Yeah. And they're right. like, and I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to play that episode and show them this is where it where came it from. from. Yeah. This is when I was your size. This is what I was watching. And this is, I used to run around singing that shit like everywhere yeah. I went, you know? And um, 
So I'm like scrolling through the episodes and I suddenly realized there are certain episodes that are blacked out and I, yeah. I can't, I can't, you can't watch them, can't watch them. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this Because they did something in there that they don't want showing you now. They did that with an episode of Seinfeld too. Like you can watch reruns of Seinfeld on, I think like, um, like on TBS or some shit like that. They'll put them on, but they won't play one particular episode. I love you, buddy. My kids are here. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, baby. Look at them little crazy monsters. Hey, go upstairs. <laughs> That's cool. Ah, whatever. We're gonna have kids playing We're in the background. Fun. We're having fun. This is a dad podcast yeah. to some extent. <laughs> so, what were we saying? Oh, there, there's an episode of Seinfeld that you can't watch. It's the Puerto Rican Day Parade. Really? Because I think they burn a Puerto Rican flag or something like that, or it touches the ground or some shit. So they won't play this particular episode of Seinfeld. Yeah. Weird. So they burn a Puerto Rican flag. I don't know if they burn... I gotta go back and watch the episode. Like, I think you can watch it on, like, the Netflix. Like, Netflix has it. You can watch it there. But they won't air it on regular TV. Really? It's like they go to the Puerto Rican Day Parade, and they kind of get stuck in, like, traffic or whatever. And they just get into, like, their typical Seinfeld situations through the entire show. And I think at some point, Kramer does something... With a Puerto Rican flag, and like of all people, I mean, I guess because of like what Kramer does later on in actual real life, like yeah, you know, like all right, you can't fucking put this one. I don't know if that's even. I don't know if that even plays into it, the decision. Yeah, but I guess they just deem it too offensive to be on TV now, and I don't think it's offensive, and I don't think like if you were to talk to a lot of like Puerto Rican people, they would give a shit, you know. But I think Puerto how... Rican people have a great sense of humor, yeah. and probably. Oh, I don't know. I'm just saying in general, I don't think people would really care. Yeah. Yeah, but that's how it goes. We got an adventure going on down here today, buddy. You ever feel like you're broken and your constant stream of silent tears have nowhere to go but the gutter? Welcome to Car Wash, where the trash is overwhelming. And all the vacuums do is make noise and take your money. Car wash. We don't suck, you do. So put your money in there and shut your damn mouth. All right. That was a little break for our uh, <laughs> sponsors. Kevin Healy, we're going to put one of your episodes right there. <laughs> kick my fucking kids out of the room. So where Dude, were I we? thought I thought it was going to be like like humorous <laughs> to them playing in the background. I swear to fucking God, they were getting louder and louder. Yeah. I don't know if my face was turning red over here That's or what. Cool. But Listen, I'm man. Like, that's what that's what this is. It's all good. It's it's fun. I was like, dude, I gotta hit stop because I'm gonna fucking scream at these kids. Nah, it's all right. <laughs> they're having fun. Oh, they don't man. feel good, you know. Ah, they're okay. They just got yeah. boogers, man. They've been yeah. So my kids, uh, you know, I don't know, man. I'm sure everybody's kids. I'm you're a dad of, you know. I'm sure yeah. every fucking month, my wife is is like paranoid that like there's some big thing going on, and I'm like. People get sick. I'm like, dude, I think little kids that are new to this planet and all of the billions of bacteria and yeah. viruses going on. They're going to be sick. They're going to be sick, man. Yeah. You know? She's like, oh, yeah, but they've been sick for months now. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. it was wintertime. Right. You know? Like, this is when people get sick. It's when they you go, get cold. They go outside. It's fucking 30 degrees. I mean, this year hasn't been, but... Right. And then they come in house and it's 70 degrees in here. Yeah. And the viruses are like, oh, we can live good in here. Yeah. You know? Nah, my son Victor would get sick 
every time the seasons change, he has terrible asthma and stuff like that. So he could like really sick. So yeah. we were we did get Genevieve an inhaler. Gabby did. I, I'm kind of iffy about it. I think yeah. she's just regular sick. I don't think she's asthmatic. Yeah, you'll I could know. be wrong. No, you'll know. Yeah, yeah, you'll know. I think she's been coughing because she had phlegm in the back of her throat. Now she's definitely sick. I mean, I saw that that sneeze. Ooh, dude, that was a fucking. It was awesome. That was a booger to behold. Yeah. You ain't kidding. We should name this episode the booger. The to booger behold. to behold. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so cartoons. That's where yeah. we. That's well, where we're... we we left off. The Kramer's a racist. Kramer's. Yeah. Do we always come back to Kramer? This guy, man. No, well, no. Just he, a, uh... But I'm I'm curious to know like what other episodes out there. Like that's something that I would want to research to see like what they won't show now. Yeah. Because like you can't watch Popeye. You yeah. can't watch it. I mean, Popeye is like this. You know, you got uh, Bluto, who's like this rapist, <laughs> trying to bang olive oil all the time. Yeah. And Popeye, who's, you know, beating the shit out of him every episode. He gets, <laughs> it's like Popeye gets the shit kicked out of him. I mean, spinach, from a feminist standpoint, shit. this guy seems all right. But the I've seen, is, like, is... some weird shit that they do with olive oil. You know, they stuff her in a fucking trash can. Or, like, you know, she's going down, like, a conveyor belt. Or they're fucking pulling on her at a fucking car. You know what I mean? Like, one's got her legs, one's got her arms, and they're tugging at her. Yeah. You know, so, like, I, I guess, like, you know, you don't want to... But she's also a damsel in distress, and right yeah, now in modern I mean, society, yeah, in modern let's see, I love let's see how they would rewrite. Uh, how would they rewrite Popeye as a modern cartoon? Yeah. Um, I could see um, Popeye. You need to stop being so possessive of me and so protective. Yeah, and yeah. Pluto is like, look, man, I'm really sorry. I'm just really attracted to you. And <laughs> Pluto, Pluto would be the same. He would still be like a gorilla male chauvinistic piece of shit. Yeah. And then Olive Oil would be like a, a CrossFit chick with like shoulders, and <laughs> she'd be like, you know, I'll beat your fucking ass. I don't need a man for nothing, yeah. you know. And then. Popeye's little arms will go away because, like, you know, other than jerking off all the time, there's no real reason for his they arms to be arms, like yeah. that, you know? So Popeye would probably be like a I love Popeye. Starbucks employee or yeah. maybe uh, maybe he works for Google and he just, you know, like filters content or something. Like, <laughs> He's not a sailor anymore. He's not a sailor. Yeah. Sailors are not necessary because the world's perfect now. Nobody gets a, Nobody fights anymore. Yeah. We're all... Just happy people, you, you know. Even dirt. in the third world countries where they really resent <laughs> the way Americans live, they're just perfectly content with us. So we don't need a military force no more. Yeah, that's the way this world <laughs> should really operate. Popeye in the new, uh, in the modern society. Yeah, in the modern society. Know? Popeye's like, it's okay. I'll pick up the kids from school. It's okay. And then you know? like, uh, what else? And is was like, you better bitch. <laughs> But like Looney Tunes, I mean, what don't won't they show there? They won't show like the Japanese stereotypes yeah, from World War yeah. Two or, or anything like um, that, or the Nazi stereotypes. Mexican, you know. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Speedy Gonzalez is. Oh, there's no no, good. no more Speedy Gonzalez. Nice. No? You know, you can't have Mexicans looking like that. You know, they like, don't really look like that. I mean, they do. It's but, a cartoon character, man. Yeah, but you can't you can't portray a a Mexican mouse. With guns and and fucking five and gallon a bandolier, yeah, and a big like fucking you can't. They're not really like that, yeah. but they kind of are, you know. <laughs> nah. I mean, I got a lot of Mexican friends, and I'm telling you right now that they all have tattoos of that fucking mouse. <laughs> 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 they 
they took pride in that. Oh uh, yeah, shit. that's the thing. Is like, dude, they were like, yeah, hell yeah, hey man, this is fucking rad. I love that too. I love, <laughs> I love how like certain characters affect certain cultures and stuff like that. Like, that's like rednecks with, um, dude. Every what's bl- the uh, the little cowboy, the little um, uh, uh, Quick Draw McGraw. No, no, no. Uh, from the oh, Louis Yosemite thing. Sam. Yosemite Sam. Every yeah. redneck I yeah. know thinks Loves that they're Sam. Yeah. thinks that they're that, and then like. Uh, what are the bikers? The bikers sometimes have like the Tasmanian Devil yeah. or like, or the Hot Rod guys. We love um, the Rat Fink, Roadrunner. Oh, Roadrunner. Roadrunners okay. are shit, dude. They even yeah. put that on the side of a fucking Dodge uh, Charger. Yeah, yeah. That's the pretty Road cool. Roadrunner. They named it the Roadrunner. Cool. They took the trademark from. I love the Looney Tunes, man. I yeah. love that shit. That was they were great cartoons. They're really and like that's the other thing. Like for me, artwork is imperative. Yeah. You know, like, when I sit there and I go back and I watch some of the cartoons I watched as a kid and I go, man, this animation really sucks. Like, G.I. Joe's animation is really subpar. It's not that great. Yeah, well. But, um. It's plain. It's, it's a it, lot of stuff going on. It would yeah. be hard to draw it all. But, um, but, like, those cartoons like Looney Tunes and, yeah. like, Tom and Jerry, they're drawn beautifully. Yeah. You know, and the animation is spot on, and there's there's a lot going on, and it's it just looks good. I feel like uh, late '80s cartoons, um, they were still very two dimensional, and they weren't yeah. really that concerned with the art, uh, shading, or it right. was really about just portraying the storyline. So, mm-hmm. like when you looked at multiple shows of that era, you have GI Joe, and then they even had the Barbie show and Jim, very similar artwork. Yeah, you know, for me. I guess the reason I liked '90s art is because it suddenly changed. I love became Ren more and stylized. Stimpy. Yeah, I loved yeah. Ren and Stimpy because I did really enjoy the detail, and then occasionally they would do these still images, like if Ren, like a painted, ba- like a painted still. Yeah. I love it. They do it know? a lot in SpongeBob SquarePants too. So I, yeah. f- I think that it's similar. The same artist? Oh, is or, it? Yeah. I think that there's a relationship between... Ren and Stimpy and Spongebob? Yes. Because Spongebob has some really cool, like, lowbrow-looking, like, scenes. So it... Spongebob is one of the more modern cartoons that I actually... When I did finally sit down and watch, I was like, ah, oh, this is pretty good. Yeah, it was you pretty know? good. Yeah. I can do this. My kids know? loved it. My kids watched it all the time. Yeah. But I, I actually liked it, too. Like, there were things about it that I thought were hilarious. Yeah. There's a scene, I think, where SpongeBob's, like, sitting in a, in like his living room, and he's watching, like, something on the TV. What is that shit? The fucking... The oh! White, the uh, white... St- what is that stuff under the sea? That sea life that just looks like a plant, but it's just, like, fucking undulating. Oh, uh, like, uh... The white fucking squiggly shit yeah anyway he's watching the white squiggly shit on the tv <laughs> it's actual footage of the white squiggly shit and he's watching it very intently and you're like why is he watching it like that and then gary the snail comes in and he quick turns it off and you're like oh that's like porno to fucking spongebob <laughs> and my kids don't realize that but as an adult i'm like oh that's fucking hilarious dude that's great he's like gary what are you doing and he, dude it's so fucking funny i loved it I want to go back and watch it now and pay a little yeah. more attention because I think that that's There's one of probably the... a lot of adult humor that you realize as an adult, like, that's what it is. But to a kid, they don't even know what the fuck you're laughing at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they haven't <laughs> done that yet. Yeah. So I guess that's what I kind of miss is, like... Uh, the tongue-in-cheek kind of humor. I like the fact that they used to write shows that everybody can enjoy and watch. Now, there is a show, a modern show that's uh my kids watch and i didn't realize that there are some hidden gems in there so like they watch this show called bluey which is from australia 
and Bluey's uh, they're little dogs and they're they're very imaginative and it's cute. It's a cute little show for small kids. Uh, but dude, I was watching the one episode with my kids and I'm half-ass playing on my phone, paying attention in the background, and then all of a sudden, Bluey's friend is like. Um, yeah, my daddy doesn't live at home no more. Yeah, it's and I was crazy. like, "Whoa, what the fuck just it's happened wild. here?" <laughs> like, where did that come from? Yeah, I was like, "Holy shit, what is this like?" <laughs> I guess you gotta say that because that's the way people live now. Yeah. Like, like oh, make it okay. relatable to kids that have that issue or whatever. whatever. Yeah, and there's been a few yeah. times where they like. I used to get weirded out when they would do shit like that on TV, man. Like so it, at one point, there was like a, a gay couple or something, and they had to like explain to Bluey, and they were like, well, he's got two dads. That's just the way it is, Bluey. And you're just like, what? I, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I guess that's the conversation we're having now. You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Not that it's Dude, bad. when but I was a kid, like we talked about on the last episode about different strokes, because like, I went off on that little tangent about Dana Plato. But, um... Well, Different Strokes used to have, like, some really fucking scary episodes, man. Really? Like, it was supposed to be a wholesome family, but they would have, like, this these episodes, like, these very special episodes. Yeah. It just creeped me the fuck out. Like, they were trying to educate you about these things like kidnapping and drug abuse and eating disorders and drinking and uh, pedophilia. Yeah. Stuff. And, dude, like, fucking scary. Like, I would walk away from watching it and just feeling like, ugh. Yeah. They have an episode where, uh, like, there's a child molester who runs a bike shop. Really? Like, he owns, like, the bike shop. No and shit. Arnold and his friend Dudley are going in there, and Arnold wants to buy a new bike, and, you know, they're going to make payments on this bike or some shit like that. But, however, the kids keep hanging around this fucking bike shop with this old man yeah. who owns the bike shop. And he's like, here, let me take you in the back and show you. And he's got, like, this fucking little paradise of a fucking apartment back there that a kid would love. Yeah. And he's, like, basically grooming them. You know, to the point where it's like he tries to assault the other kid, Dudley, you know, but it's fucking creepy, man. Crazy creepy. But to some extent, but it educated people on things like if you didn't have any frame of reference for that, you're like, fuck, that really goes on. There's an episode where him and uh, the the sister, uh, Kimberly, get kidnapped. Really? And it's really fucking like really gritty, scary shit. Hmm. And you're like, man, I was just fucking waiting for this kid to be like, what you talking about, Willis? And now he's like getting fucking kidnapped in the middle of New York and nobody can find him. Like, really fucking eerie type wow. episodes. It was it was dark, man. <laughs> that was a dark fucking show sometimes, man. Scary shit. Yeah. But I don't feel like there's too much of that now. Like, I don't I don't know. But then again, I don't watch everything, so. Dude, alright, so listen, as a kid growing up, I watched Fresh Prince. Yeah. I'm I'm a huge Will Smith fan. Are I you? still even now. When even I was now. little fun fact for you, not that it fucking matters, but the guy in the beginning of the show who picks Will Smith up and yeah. spins him around. Yeah. He lived across the street from me in Philadelphia. Really? Yeah. Big tall black dude. And he was like the quietest guy on the planet. He didn't fuck with nobody. He really? Just, yeah, he just minded his own business and he say shit to anybody. He was a B-rate actor and he was like, yeah, yeah. man, I'll do that. <laughs> he was a really cool guy, though. Nice guy. But yeah, big as fuck, though, man. Big as <laughs> shit. Big motherfucker. That's funny. Yeah. So so growing up as a kid, uh, one of my like go-to shows was Fresh Prince. Yeah. I mean, it was just cool. It was like, it was modern, you know, and like... Me being a white kid from the suburbs, I was like, this is something I don't see. So, like, I was, like, intrigued. I was like, I want to watch this and see. And I feel like the the original Fresh Prince with Will Smith, 
and uh, Uncle Phil and like all these characters. There was a lot of lighthearted stuff, but there was still life lessons in there. Yeah, and, I think and, I've seen one where like his his father comes back and all that stuff. Dude, that episode in particular like sad. broke my fucking heart because I was dealing with uh, my family issues. Like we lived with my dad, me and my sister, and bad things happened when we were little, and my mom had visitation rights. So like there was like still like this thing of dealing with like uh you know like why is this why is my family like this you know why are we a broken family i guess you know and like uncle phil and his wife you know we're we're trying to illustrate to will that it, it's not like this you don't have to you know and in that episode in particular it was like this is a comedy but there's this episode where yeah. will deals with his dad coming back and then gets abandoned again and at the end of the episode will has this whole monologue which became this very yeah why doesn't uh, he want me or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah it pro- kind of projected his career at that point like yeah. that was really when Hollywood, people realized like he can actually act yeah yeah, yeah. so like I, and i recently read his book where he discusses that particular uh episode and i kind of was like yeah i remember that man mm-hmm. i remember it very well and how much it like I was fucking crying because I yeah. thought like, yeah, it felt I know, real. Yeah, it feels you know? real. Like even like all those like special episodes, they didn't feel very real. They were just kind of like shocking. Yeah. Like, what am I watching right now? Kind yeah. of thing. Like I, this is not what I tuned in to expect to see. I mean, I, mean, I think a lot of shows like Family Ties did it. Yeah. Like they had like things about like, you know, the one of the, uh, Alex's friend dies or whatever, and the whole show is like him doing a monologue about his friend. Yeah. And that was kind of like very different. And, uh, like, kind of, like, to see, like, somebody's inner feelings about death or whatever. And then, like, there was another one with diet pills where he was, like, taking speed to kind of keep studying or some shit. But that seems to be I remember that. There's a lot of things. I think they did that on Saved by the Bell. They did a lot of shit Oh, that's where I saw it. Yeah, but Family Ties did it. The nerdy girl on Saved by the Bell was munching down... Yeah, uh, like, diet pills. To to stay awake and study for her SATs or something and was all, you know... And they had to, like, tell her and confront her and be like, dude, you... It's kind of the same thing that happened on uh, Family Ties, yeah. Yeah. Saved by the Bell was another one that was, like... Yeah. I mean, but... like, that was a show I didn't watch, though. I felt like it was a little too old for Family Ties. Really? Or, not Family Ties, for Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Just because it was, like... I was... I get, like, ingrained in stuff, like... Like I told you, like, I watched different strokes until I was probably about 15 years old. Really? You know? So, like, I didn't watch anything else. Like, I just watched the things that I... Like, I... Like, I watched, like, Roseanne. Yeah, I remember watching Roseanne. Yeah, but even Roseanne, like, they dealt with a lot of, like, real-life issues and stuff like that, but they didn't, like, hit you over the head with it. Wasn't the daughter addicted to drugs on that one? One of them? Yeah, I think, like, that didn't come out until later on in the, the, uh, like, when they redid it and made it to Connors or whatever the fuck, which is almost unwatchable. No, 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 I thought on Roseanne. I don't remember that. At one point, one of the daughters, I thought... The one daughter that was very cynical, I thought that at some Darlene? point, I think so. Yeah, I don't remember being. I on was drugs. so I'm like a late bloomer. She so liked to like, smoke the pot. I knew that. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, that was back like, then. Uh, there was a lot of propaganda that like yeah. weed is like evil. You know. No, they didn't paint it as such on Roseanne. Yeah. Because there's this great episode where Roseanne uh, smokes some weed that uh, she thinks belongs to. The kids. She thinks she, she thinks the weed is Darlene's weed. It was John Goodman's, <laughs> and it was actually their weed from way back in the day, or some <laughs> shit like that. And they smoke it, and they're like, "This isn't Darlene's. This is ours," you know. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh fuck!" And then they, they feel bad, and they're like, 
Let's smoke it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they smoke, like, I guess for the first time in a long time. And it's actually probably the funniest fucking scene in all of Roseanne. Really? The funniest. They're in the bathroom. They're fucking paranoid, and they're skitzing. They're laughing. And it, they do a really good job of it. And fucking the shower curtain is closed. Like, yeah. so you don't know that somebody's in the tub, but then they fucking, they pull the shower curtain open and Aunt Jackie's in the fucking tub all fucking skitzed out. Dude, it's fucking <laughs> hilarious, man. It was a great scene. Oh, it's really man. good. And and so when you look at that, like right now we just reflected on several shows. Yeah. What modern shows are doing this? I don't know, because I don't really watch any TV now. I mean, I watch shows, but it's like... Uh, I'd be interested like... if people know if it's out there. Let us know, because I don't know. Like, I'm more interested to find out what shows they're not showing now. Yeah, like, I keep thinking, like, there's there's shows... Like, so Yellowstone, in my eyes, picked up as, like, the modern crime family show. Like, right. to me, that's what I see Yellowstone as. But Yellowstone's like, more, like, in the vein of, like, a Sopranos or some shit, right? Like, a, to an some ongoing extent, yeah. saga of, like... It's like a modern country yeah. take on, on uh, you know... Like a certain culture in that kind of... Yeah. And I think it's great. Yeah. I think it really... A lot of people like it. I haven't watched it, but I, a lot of I people love it. I think that you would enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, you may not... Um, and I'm not always... You might not relate to the culture. Yeah, but it's still... The story yeah. is so good. Right. Like, dude, I'm not a cowboy. I'm from the suburbs of Philadelphia. What yeah. the fuck do I know about riding a horse? Yeah. You know? But... The story is written so well that you can dive into it and love the characters. Beth, the daughter, is hot and yeah. tough and, like, she's fucking ridiculous, dude. Really? Like, at one point, and, like... I Kevin, feel that way about that girl from Ozarks. The, the little blonde girl with the frizzy hair. She's another one that was, like, a firecracker. Good so, like, Beth, Beth is... Beth is like her times a hundred. That dude. girl could fart in my dinner. <laughs> She's crazy hot, dude. Beth is uh, Beth is in the show. She's our age, but has like this ridiculous body. She's in the in. You gotta watch it from the beginning because in the first season, I think at one point she's all fucked up and drunk mm-hmm. and just walks out tits naked into the field. And starts, like, just sits in this fucking uh, tub that, like, it's for the horses to drink the water. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, she just says, like, I'm taking a fucking bath right here in front of all these fucking cowboys and her dad, Kevin Costner, and her brothers. And she's just like, I'm fucking doing it. Smoking yeah. a cigarette, drinking whiskey, <laughs> just like. But that's more like a drama. That's not like a like a family so, show. So that's that we, what I was getting at is like yeah. these uh these lighthearted comedies. That, like where's the know, sitcoms? Yeah, there is none. Shameless, I, mean, I think. Borders on like. Shameless was there. Comedy drama. When Shameless started, it was great. It was a modern family. But that's like almost too graphic to be considered like a family sitcom. Yeah, well, so that's the problem. Is it wasn't um. It wasn't a family show. I couldn't let my kids watch no, that. No, that's what I mean. You know, like a show that you could fucking, watch with your doing kids. Drugs. Yeah. yeah, like so. Where's the middle of the road? Like, like the Goldbergs, I guess, would be one. You know what the problem? Oh, so oh, so the reason but Goldbergs I mentioned- is just super nostalgic. They don't really touch on anything serious, do they? So the one thing that I wanted to say was the reason I mentioned Will Smith and Fresh Prince is because now there's a new. It's called Bel Air. Yeah, yeah, where it's a grittier version. I, I can't watch it. Like, yeah. I can't, like, dude. So I asked my like nephew. Like, Carlton's on Coke. 
Really? Yeah, that's what I've heard. I never watched it, but I've I've heard that like there's this gritty edge to it. Like this is what it's what it's uh, more reality based kind of storyline for. Why? Why do that? I guess because you you can make money off of it. So like, I people will watch it. I didn't like. um, As soon as I heard that they remade it, and then like my nephew was like, "Yeah, but it's not a remake. It's like a different story." And I'm like, "But it's all the same characters with the same names." That's a fucking remake. Yeah. And you remade it. It's like a it. reboot, yeah. You remade it in a shitty way. Like, all right, you made it, like, more gritty, which to me, like, that's, like, you, you fucking robbed it of its charm. You yeah. You know, like, yeah. the reason the Fresh Prince, the Fresh Prince had his catchphrases and the faces Will would make, like, like, dude, it was, like, it was pop culture. It was fucking, yeah. you know, like, when I think of the 90s, a lot of it is, like, Fresh Prince for me. That was like That's even an in introduction yeah. That's like your to hip hop pleasure music. show. Yeah, man. Yeah. I loved it, you know? And like um but like now thinking like like do we watch so many uh we try to watch a lot of shows uh and I feel like I don't feel like anything does that. You know, yeah. like like we try to find these comedies I do like uh, the Canadians. The yeah. Canadians make some Letter good. Letter Kenny, you like I, that? I like Letter Kenny. I like Trailer Park Boys, but that's still not a family I didn't show. Like, yeah, I don't like Trailer Park Boys. I think they're too. They're they're like I think it would be a better show if it was animated all the time. No, I'm the opposite. Yeah, you like that it's real actors. Well, I liked the original episodes before they got some money. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the uh, that seems to be the problem with a lot of stuff is like. The Once moment, the moment Snoop Dogg is on their show, I think like it loses some of its charm. Yeah, yeah, like dude, it was better when it was gritty and you guys were filming this with like a VHS camera. Like it wasn't a. I'm fucking... a big fan of um, Danny McBride. Danny I, McBride's. I great. love that. I love his Eastbound and Down show. I love dude. the Vice Principal show. Oh my god, Vice Principal is fucking great. You know what? I don't think Vice Principals gets it to do because Eastbound and Down was so fucking incredible and now his new show is fucking amazing what's his new show uh, the righteous gemstones oh my god fucking dude. hilarious yeah but i still think vice principles the first season i love it dude and the guy that was his Walton uh, goggins oh my fucking <laughs> god man! he's on the righteous gemstones he's fucking great on that too dude yeah but but on Vice Principals and their rivalry, yeah, and like, and then they have to they become like allies and dude, they end up best friends. And the episode where they walk into the black woman's house and they burn the fucking house <laughs> down, dude, dude. For me, Holy I watched the first, shit. dude. I watched the first episode of that. I was like, I'm gonna watch it because I love Danny McBride. I'm just yeah. Gonna, and I watched the first episode and I laughed and I was like, all right, I'll watch it next week. I did not expect it to take the fucking turn that it takes. Dude, They so go into that bad. house, and it's like, they just start off, they're breaking shit, and he's, like, so fucking giddy, and like, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, break it, you, look at you, and all that, you know, and they're fucking around, and then all of a sudden, he lights that fucking cigarette, and you're like, what the fuck, and he walks over <laughs> to the curtain, they burn the fucking house down, and then, like... The reaction back at the school when he's sitting there and the lady's talking to him about her kid getting bullied and he's just like looking like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> and then the fucking principal's coming out of her fucking office like, burn my fucking ass down. Dude, it's so fucking funny, dude. Oh, my God, what a show. And then I think like right after that, they have that field trip episode. Yeah. Where he like interjects himself on the field trip and those kids are fucking and all that shit. Dude, what a fucking show. Oh, my what a God, show. Man. Beginning to end. And the girl... 
that plays the crazy fucking. Um, oh yeah, dude. She's hilarious. She's hilarious on the gemstones too. She's out of control. Yeah. That bitch is fucking crazy funny. They're all. I think that. I think they are. Like one of the few left oh. that are doing real comedy. Yeah, you know? man, and they don't care. They're like they they do offensive shit. Oh yeah, left and right, man. Like it's so offensive. I I do think that there's there's gonna be. Uh, I think this, people want that. I think that that's. I think what's gonna happen here is Hollywood tried pushing their agenda so hard. That people are going to be like, no, no, no. Now there's going to be a backlash, and you're going to have these little troops of actors and producers and directors and writers. That you're going to make it so not normal to say that stuff that they're going to they're going to somebody's going to say it, and people are going to be like, yes, thank God, somebody finally said something stupid like that. You know, dude, I'm I'm telling you, I don't you, think it's a reflection on how people feel. Like I don't watch somebody say like something prejudiced and make a joke. And then laugh at it, and then feel like, oh, I must be prejudiced, or I'm a racist, or some shit, because I laughed at that. That's not how it is. You can you can deny reality, but reality is always, always going to be, be reality. There, yeah, you know, and like, you know, you can try to write it out of existence, but it's here, and yeah. you either. And I'm not saying that like we should just accept that like people are racist pieces of shit. I'm not. I'm not saying no. that. But it's I'm okay saying, to laugh at shit, dude. I'm saying then. So once upon a time, don't not acknowledge it. Once upon a time, I, uh, I I belong to a couple Facebook groups. One is this group of comedians in the Philadelphia area, and I would go in there and ask them questions. So I I seriously asked a question one time, and I said, "Listen, um, is there is there any places that do perhaps more conservative type comedy?" You know, like, because I feel like, and I was trying to, like, engage in an intellectual conversation, you know? And, like, people, like, instantly ran their fucking mouths and started talking shit, and they're like, that's fucking stupid. Of course there's nothing like that. The conservatives have no fucking sense of humor. And, like, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I think that there is a vacuum. I think that there, there is a, a need. Dude, people... Conservative people do have a sense of humor. They just don't laugh at the jokes that you yeah. laugh at. Right. And I think that, and I'm not even encouraging one or the other. I'm seeing this as a business opportunity of like, what if, like back in the day, there was the blue collar comedy mm-hmm. and like people loved it. People, like, it I appeals. didn't care yeah. particularly about a lot of the comedians. I didn't nah, think Jeff Foxworthy was very funny. I don't care for Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy and his, you might be a redneck uh, shit. Dude, I was I don't like, care for Larry Cable guy. Yeah. I think the only funny guy was that dude that drank through his entire set or whatever. I he, thought was he was pretty great. Yeah, he's pretty you know? fucking funny. Um, Louis Black or... No, um, no, not Louis Black. The, uh, the guy with the... Ron something? Oh, um... I think his yeah. name's Ron. Ron White. Ron White. Is that yeah. him? Yeah, Ron funny White. Funny fucking guy. Yeah, pretty know? funny. And like, nice deadpan kind of old school comedian. Yeah. Says things. And yeah. he's got a gimmick. Like, I like that old school kind of thing yeah. with the gimmick. Like, he's drinking a drink through the whole fucking thing. Like, you know. So I thought, so that was really what I was, I was trying to engage with these comedians in the Philadelphia area about, like, what if, what if you told jokes about this do you think that there's an audience for that? I think we live in such a blue-collar environment that people want to hear blue-collar jokes, yeah. you know? And maybe sometimes it is a little... I think that I'm definitely one of these guys. If you try to tell me this, like, 
neutral, everything's equal, perfect, lighthearted joke. I kind of walked the fuck away. Like, yeah. that was dumb. It was lame. I don't care. Yeah, it's lame. Like, right. there's no balls to this conversation, yeah. you know? Like, and I think that that's an important part of comedy is like pushing the limits a little or even poking. Yeah, you find you know? the line and you cross it. Yeah, that's sometimes. That's what it is. But, but right now, I feel like in our society, it's like, dude, you can't, you can't do that at all. It's like, they will What's fucking... the point? So I do think that there's going to be a, a, a revival of artistic, creative people. I think maybe you need this right now yeah. to be stifled. And yeah. then once that, you know, once somebody says, all right, enough of this bullshit. Yeah. We're just going to do our thing. And then it's going to be fucking awesome again. You know what I mean? I think so. Even music-wise or, yeah. or like everything. I mean, you know, look so at like the 80s with music, you know? Like everything was that fucking stupid hair metal shit. And, you know, it got so like goofy. Like every band looked the same. And you had these hair metal guys with their hair teased and they looked fucking corny. Yeah. And they just looked silly. Like, it was eccentric. It was eccentric. Yeah, but it know? wasn't, there wasn't, it didn't feel rebellious. It felt like... So I was I was listening to a comedian the other day and he brought up the fact that he was like lightheartedly joking about the gay community and he was like listen guys you did it you did it you're here yeah. you can fucking get married you can go and land together you can do anything you want you can travel nobody'll harass give you, you shit. Can we go Doesn't back and so the guy says kind of fucking boring ain't it like don't you don't you yeah. think maybe it was a little more fun when it was illegal and you <laughs> yeah. had to like hide in a Dude, fucking i think that alley too. like i bet you each there, other like, i bet you there's you like know? this level of pride for like somebody who survived being gay in the like early 80s <laughs> yeah dude. i bet you like those gay guys that are still around they're probably resentful like yo dude we used to have yeah, to hide man. in the back of we fucking used to porn theaters to have orgies and <laughs> you know we we like we were really afraid of AIDS. Like yeah, you know, like there was like you know they used to call that shit grid. <laughs> really? Know? Is that for real? Yeah, they used to call AIDS when it first came out because they thought it was just a gay thing. Oh really? So it was called it was grid gay related immunodeficiency. Damn, I never even knew that. Yeah, man, in the early early eighties or whatever when it first became a thing. They just thought this is just affecting the gay community. Yeah, it must be something about gay sex that's causing this fucking epidemic, and uh, and then they started to realize that oh, this is about blood, and you got people with blood transfusions that are getting it, and then you know it kind of became a thing that kind of spilled into, you know, and then you know because they didn't know shit about it back then. You yeah, know? they didn't yeah. know shit. They weren't edu- we weren't educated enough to know anything about it. So anytime a big virus like that comes along, it it yeah. scares the shit out of the general population and then of course i mean fear, it is scary uh, yeah. i think it i don't think it is anymore i think not like people, it was there's people that people, are living with it like it's nothing yeah you know yeah if they got the proper medical care or whatever the proper medication they could live a full life even that yeah. is kind of insane i watched I mean, a whole documentary um about uh steroids where this guy had like two t-cells left he had aids and he had like two t-cells left and he got on anabolic, anabolic steroids, and it boosted his fucking T-cell count up to, like, 300. Yeah. Crazy. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what that means, but it sounds... Well, your t- that's what, your T-cells are what fights off infection in your body. Oh. So, you know, that's what AIDS is. AIDS is kind of like it, you, you have it, your T-cell count starts to diminish to the point that you have no immunity to anything, and you could die of, like... A fucking infection that would only affect like a cat. So I had an uncle, uh, Uncle Dennis, that did pass away from bird tuberculosis. Wow. And he had AIDS. And and so like... That's what I mean. Like something that would not affect somebody with a normal immune system. Right. They would get something like that and it could kill them. 
Yeah, so I remember that was... Uh, my dad had to explain to me, because I was probably preteen, and um, I did a book report on him, and I, I like wrote this whole thing up about how AIDS was affecting our culture and population, and, and even the misconception that it was... He was a gay guy, you know? Right. but But that's not really why he contracted it. It's just... It was something that, that happened and, and nobody really knew how it spread. Like you right. said, you know, it, it really was about the blood and, yeah. uh, you know. My father got a blood transfusion when I was three. In 1983, he had uh, bypass surgery. Yeah. And he got a blood transfusion. And he's lucky. You know, he's lucky he didn't end up with something, you know. Yeah. Because that was yeah. like, that was a big way to get it. Yeah. You know. Hmm. Crazy, man. Yeah. Scary. Where were we? We're, we got totally off topic well, we were of talking cartoons about, and uh, TV shows. We were talking about how the um, the gay people are like, aren't you bored now? That you oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. The comedian yeah. said that. The comedian so, was... Yeah. So so anyway, that's the... Um, and that the reason I mentioned that comedian in that conversation is because there's a certain amount of taboo and fun when people don't like you and they say offensive shit about you. You know, mm-hmm. like... I think you should have the same rights, but I do think that if you make it so neutral and equal and everybody's walking around happy and cheerful, first of all... They're not walking around happy and cheerful. They're walking on eggshells yeah, to well, try that's, to not offend anybody. So that's... I think... I believe in the chaos theory of, like, uh, life will find a way. Mm-hmm. You need chaos in order to create. And, and there's always going to be disruptors. So, like... Even when you look at, like, school shootings and stuff like that, I often think to myself, this is a way for the culture to, like, revitalize itself and change morals, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think I think life is very cyclical, and I think it, it finds a way to teach... It teaches us. We don't even know it. We think that we're in control. You're not in control of shit, dude. Life... Nature, the laws of nature are still here very much in effect. And the fact that us humans often disregard ourselves as not being a part of nature. <laughs> Dude, yeah. watch a fucking hurricane come through your neighborhood. Yeah. You're going to learn real quick how part of nature you are. Yep, you you're know? not in control of anything. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's, you know, like, so like to me, I often think to myself that it always tries to balance itself out. You know, at the end of the day, like, we can... We can do this dance right now, and it sucks because we're all uncomfortable and we all constantly feel like we need to justify what we just said or explain Edit ourselves it. and like, yeah. look, I just want you to understand where that came from. Yeah. And I wasn't trying to offend you. I was just saying this because blah. And it's like, like you're putting more work into something. I think it's going to smooth out, though. I yeah. think in 10 years now... In 10 years, we're going to look back and go, Jesus Christ, look how fucking uncomfortable that, that moment was, you know? So. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just keep thinking. But anyway, so I went and watched uh, cartoons with my kids, and um, it was fun. You know, it was fun because I did find the episode of Happy, Happy, Joy, Joy, uh-huh. and dude, they loved it. Yeah. So what in the episode, what happens is uh, Stimpy makes he sees that ren is unhappy good lord yeah bless you bless oh, you that grid yeah <laughs> we should lord. that's what we're going to name this episode no, no, the grid <laughs> i was thinking when we said we were going to talk about cartoons i was like let's call it real american weirdo you know but then 
uh, then we came up with the booger thing, and now we got the grid. Dude, thing. there's nine million. Listen, we can call it anything. I'm I'm tell you what, man. I I hope that uh, I noticed this morning. I was like, damn, John hasn't been sending me any like uh, images been, or. Dude, my whole you've been working weeks on been working on life, stress, dude, stress. Yeah, life. Yeah. Uh, so so you should watch Ren and Stimpy Happy Happy Joy. So what happens is is I'll be Stimpy for you, okay? <laughs> Ren, Stimpy sees that Ren is not happy. And Stimpy says, Ren, you're not happy. I'm going to invent a machine that makes you happy. And uh, so so he makes this helmet thing that looks like an old school... John, uh, John Lombardi or Vince Lombardi, fucking. Uh, oh, like a like a football helmet. Football helmet. Yeah. With these antennas that stick out of his fucking ears, and uh, he says he slams it down on fucking Ren's head, <laughs> and Ren's like, "Stimpy, what are you doing?" And he's got this fucking <coughs> helmet strapped to his head, and instantly, Stimpy's over here with this remote control with a big ass dial on it, and he's like. Uh, Ren, I'm gonna make you happy. And he starts spinning this dial, and you see, you see Ren's little teeth, fucking, uh, his grin like is forcibly being like pushed, like ripped into a grin, and he's just like, you know, you could see the restraint. I, I love the cartoon because it was so visual. You could yeah. always, I loved Ren and Stimpy because like the expression. There was always so much, uh energy in the way they illustrated things and 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 illuminated uh even silly shit so anyway this this helmet is making ren smile it's against forcibly his right. against his will and you can see and they illustrate his eyes like his eyes are like no i don't want to fucking do this yeah, right but his fucking mouth is like no you're gonna fucking smile so then stimpy's walking around and ren now looks like a droid where he's like being controlled by Stimpy in this bullshit remote. So at some anyway, the show continues. And Ren finally like sees a hammer laying on a table. And like he's like, Yeah, yeah, I'm happy. You know, I'm so happy. And he grabs his fucking hammer and starts slamming the top oh, of his yeah. fucking skull, yeah. smashing this fucking helmet. And then this is when the song comes on. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. And he's smashing the fucking shit out of his own brain. You know? <laughs> so my kids are watching this fucking violent yeah. show. And I'm like in love. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking, I'm like 13 all yeah. over again. This is fucking great. And my kids are laughing their asses off. And like, I don't know. All I'm saying is that I don't think my kids are going to go smash each other in the no. fucking head with a hammer right no. now. I think that they were very entertained. Yeah. We all laughed about it. I still, like, I, when that, I go see them later on when we finish this up. I'll go upstairs and I'll start singing Happy, Happy, Joy, Joy. And they're going to laugh yeah. their fucking asses but off. But you know what, like, I think if you put it in that context, you put, like, the, the violence in that context of, like, somebody smashing their head with a hammer like that, I think somebody would be like, that looks like it would probably fucking hurt. Yeah. Because all I do is I can go on Instagram right now start scrolling through the fucking reels. And it's like people that are too dumb to realize that what they're about to do is going to hurt them. Oh, yeah. Like a guy doing a backflip in the middle of the street and he lands on his ass and then some car comes along and fucking smashes him. 
or like uh, or like these big girls that are like on these waterfalls on these rock formations. Oh and yeah, I've seen that one. Flying down it, like you know, and they're you know <laughs> scraping their back all the way down the like. What the or fuck, I, man? I posted a, I saw a TikTok of this guy that for some fucking reason decides he's going to jump off this little wall onto a trampoline holding mm-hmm. a bunch of fucking weights, like a barbell yeah. with like, a bunch of weights. Fuck? And it, and it, I do enjoy the current uh, trend of this song, Dumb Ways to Fucking Die, or yeah. some, some jingle like that. And then they'll freeze it like right before the barbell turns sideways like a fucking javelin and it's going to hit this guy in his fucking chest. Yeah. You know, and you see him falling backwards onto the trampoline and the barbell's lined up perfectly with his chest and they'll freeze it right there. They won't show you the violent act. Yeah. But you think to yourself, this is like the modern version of Looney Tunes. Like, yes, you're right. This is a dumb motherfucker that did something yeah. Like, where did you think this was going to... And I think, like, people do it. They're like, look, if I can pull it off, you know, I'll get a, all these views. If I don't pull it off, I'll still get all these fucking views. I might get more if I don't pull it off. Like, it's just... I don't get the fucking mentality. I can't stand that the internet has done this to us. Like... It's sad. Yeah. We've all become cartoons ourselves. Yeah. I'll admit that there has been this... I said, uh, yeah, a lot in the last ten minutes. I fucking can't stand when I do yeah. that. Yeah can't stand it let's just do it right now for five minutes straight yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) dude i I get like you'll be talking and i i don't even catch myself doing it motherfuckers but that's how we talk i know all right let's stay on topic so so when i started yard bird tuna and i was doing this social media bullshit and i still am there's been times where i thought what can i do to catapult my views Mm -hmm. and i'm like Dude, I don't want to do the jackass routine. You're going to have to jump in a fucking wood chipper. Yeah, man. Or some shit, you know? I don't want to physically hurt myself Mm -mm. so that the rest of the general idiot population... Will tune in. ...to fucking, like, oh, some guy with a car decided to ramp it off a fucking loading dock and smash the shit out of it. He just smashed his hand with a hammer or some shit in the shop. Yeah, like, dude, I'm not doing that. Like, that's, that's how fucking insane... But that's also a great measure of how our entertainment is lacking yeah in my opinion the fact that jackass is popular but our cartoons have scaled down so much Mm -hmm. what does that say you went from watching fake violence to real violence yeah and yet somehow you still think that we're we're traveling the correct course do you know what the i hate i fucking hate more than anything in the world Slap fights. I think this is the dumbest fucking sport ever created. Well, like with the big Russian dudes that where slap the dudes the shit that out stand across other? the street, across from each other, fucking measure up and yeah. then crack each other as hard as they fucking can. I mean, I I admittedly watch it sometimes. Yeah, but, it's you, but I'm saying it's entertaining. But like, how f- like I seen a guy's whole fucking head is like swollen. Yeah, you know, like this can't like how is this like a sport? It's a, it's like modern boxing. Uh-huh. You know what? You know what happens, and and this comes back to my theory of cycles. Boxing was a great sport for a long time. Boxing is a technique and a fucking. There's a, it's a sport. You know what I mean? It is, but I think, mean it's a violent sport. It's not the smartest sport. But, but think about any modern sport. 
boxing, football. Football is a violent sport. You know, any one of these are really just regurgitations of modern gladiators, right? Mm-hmm. The problem is, is money gets involved. And then now that there's a lot of money involved, the insurance companies and the lawyers get involved because now that we know that there's this huge reservoir of money, we can sue for damage. This is the way the world works. And, and I know because I'm particularly on construction side of uh, w- like the adult world, that's, this is a part of my job is like measuring the liability, you know? So even on a sports level, though, you can still see the same pattern. It's the same pattern. There's money. There's, we know that there's a pool of money sitting right there. Mm-hmm. And there are going to be people that are going to try to capitalize on that money because the problem is, is we have a Sioux culture, which I think stems a large part of our problem as a, as a society and why, why we lack morals. This whole thing started with that cup from mcdonald's of coffee i sincerely believe that i sincerely maybe not that particular case right but all of this stems from this theory that i am not responsible you are i'm going to take your money because you owe me now there's no responsibility involved here in anything in any fucking part of our culture I'm not responsible. I think that's why the compensation for like a for like a football player is what it is, though. I agree. Because if you're just you, basically running at each other like fucking trains all day long. Like the Joker said on Batman, nobody blinks an eye when yeah. a bunch of soldiers get killed in battle because that's part of the plan. Right. And I agree with that part of the statement that like if you sign a contract with the Eagles that you're going to go be a linebacker and mow down fucking humans for a living. And we're going to pay you millions, fucking millions, to do this. That is the contract. Your body is being used as a tool to hurt other fucking humans. So, I don't agree that you should sue. I got fucking neck damage and brain damage and this and that. Like like all these guys, like, you know, with the ALS and all that stuff. You know, like... And you're like, oh, I wonder why ALS always affects all these uh, athletes and stuff. I don't know. Did we already talk about this on one of the episodes? No, but I- I'll be honest. I'm a little insensitive because I think, fuck you. You know how many soldiers, how many mechanics? I have yeah. arthritis. Right. What am I supposed to sue my employer? Hey, I can't believe you made me turn wrenches. Well, yeah, my I mean, fucking hands hurt. You know. I think that they're more aware of it now, and I mean, like, you can't do that to your body day in and day out and expect it to work forever. You know, you just can't do it. I think, I think that it's uh, silly to think that you're going to live forever, first of all. It's not you're going to deteriorate your body one way or another. But whether, you're going to accelerate it at an alarming pace. Sure. If you're going to practice every day and mowing motherfuckers down and running into each other head first. With, but you're also getting paid millions that's, to do but it. But that's why you're getting paid ridiculous amounts of money yeah. to do it. So when all is said and done, your career's over. Yeah. And you've spent all your money on bullshit. Yeah. And you, you have wonder, six Lamborghinis. Yeah, why don't I have any money left? Yeah. And why am I dying of ALS? Well, you're dying of ALS because you jarred your brain so much that your brain released toxins into your fucking body through your spinal cord. And now your body's shutting down because of it. That's what ALS is. And, and like, I know I sound like an insensitive prick saying that. But the deal is, I will very simply say... 
I would trade my 20 years as a mechanic right. that I have no fucking real savings or money from. I would trade that for two, one or two seasons. In the NFL. In the NFL. Yeah. You pay me two million fucking dollars for two seasons, two I'll, years. I'll run motherfuckers. Over I will fucking right. mow down a seven yeah. foot, three hundred and fifty pound fucking man. Yeah. I'll do it all season long. I will eat that motherfucker alive. Just give me the fucking few billion dollars or millions of dollars or whatever. If anybody from the NFL is listening and yeah. wants to test this theory. I'm telling you right now, I, yeah, I don't understand. eat like, people alive. I had this conversation with a cousin one time as to why, like, certain entertainers, like, why are these, like, children entertainers get paid so much? And he was like, well, you have to think, like, they can't go bowling without getting mobbed. So, Fuck that. Yeah, you know, they can. Yeah, but, I mean, it's like he had all these theories as to why they get paid so much and, like, how different your life changes and, and stuff like that. Okay, well, if that's the case, don't fucking do it. You know what I mean? So, so this is my thing. This is my take on... Uh, employment, okay? Because I have a very controversial take on employment. Everybody works. Mm-hmm. Everybody. The kids in Chester that sell drugs on the corner are working. Mm-hmm. It's a job. Every one of us makes a a mental contract of what we find acceptable for the amount of money that we want for the labor we're willing to trade for. I don't judge anybody anybody how they earn a stripper prostitutes anybody i am not here to judge you you mentally decided what you believe your worth is and what you're willing to accept to do that job do i think that it's brutal and i think that you might get taken advantage of in in your career of choice oh yeah (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. definitely there's definitely but that's not for me to decide whether you got treated fair or not I think you have to fight that battle on your own. And I believe in personal responsibility of like, dude, if you're, you know, like if you think that you're being mistreated, it's up to you to take that battle, you know, to fight it out. So, so what I'm getting at is, is when some celebrity, when Eminem complains that like, I can't believe, you know, that now that I'm famous, I can't do regular shit no more. When you're sitting in your $6 million fucking mansion, I mm-hmm. really think you should shut the fuck up right now because I'm struggling to pay the mortgage on this little $200,000 house of mine. Yeah. You know, like, maybe... You don't have it so bad. But, maybe there's yeah. a little perspective here that you're not realizing, you know? Right. Remember when you came from a trailer park and you were rapping about I the don't 8 really, mile? I know, you know a lot of people love this guy. Yeah. I can't stand him. His but, whole career is crying. You know, like it's like, but also, I mean, I think I seen a documentary one time about like how like he had a rap to make money or some shit like that. Like you couldn't get a job, you got a kid and you couldn't find it. Like I don't understand these people he, that just can't find work. Uh, I respect, I respect the fact that he wanted to be a rapper. No, I, don't, I, guess I don't that's care. a dream that you pursue, but it's not the only way says. you can survive. Yeah, I mean, he's full of shit. Yeah. I mean, even in the movie, they portray like, uh, listen, I understand. Like, you grew up in Detroit, your your options were to go work in a fucking uh, factory building cars. It was the same here. Right. Dude, I, I was very depressed, the fact that, like... You were I thought cars, I was, right. Yeah, I thought I was going to be this great artist, and it turned out, <laughs> no, you're not. Right. And then, like, okay, staying here and staying in this fucking car... Well, it's not that you're not... You, you know? wouldn't be a great artist, you just wouldn't make money. 
being well, a great so that's the problem in yeah, our modern so how society. You, how you moder- you we measure, measure success on by financial how much money you have. wealth. Yeah. yeah. So, like to me, when you look at these guys, anybody, it's a it's a mental, it's a unspoken contract. What are you willing to accept? You know. Mm-hmm. And I often think to myself, what are you willing to accept? Do you think? Uh, we all joke on the internet about like, if you see me on fans only. Just turn a fucking eye. I'm trying to make some money. But mm. there are people that really make They're that making, decision. Yeah, there's people that are paying their rent with the OnlyFans. Dude, I'll tell you an honest truth. There have been times, and I know people that do fans only. I do know like a few people that have done yeah. accounts on there and made a lot of money. Like right. unbelievable amount of money. And I've asked them about it, and they were like, let me tell you something. Do you know who makes more money than anybody fucking guys that jerk off for the gay dudes that's like not even wow not even a fucking like they're they're like that's like a real thing they're like you don't have to be gay you could get on there with your little webcam and make little videos and wear little outfits and like set up some lighting and like use sex toys like you don't have to be with anybody else just just jerk off for fucking people on the internet wow and like you don't even have to know who they are Mm-hmm. You don't have to know that it's a gay guy over there watching you. It's you're just so collect your money for It's so off. disconnected. And so dude, weird. let let's be honest. Like when you hear that, when somebody's sitting there telling you that in your ear, you start measuring the scales. Mm-hmm. Really, like you're saying ten thousand dollars a week. Right. Oh, or I can week. go to work for forty hours and bring home seven fifty. Ten thousand dollars a week. Yeah. To do something. That's what I make a month. Right. A week. It's wild. You know, a week. One fucking week. (laughs) I could jerk off five times a week. You're going to jerk off anyway. I'm going to jerk off anyway. (laughs) Yardbird Tuna. Fansonly.com. Dude. (laughs) But that's another, like, that's another attitude that people have, like, about, like, um, like, sex work, right? Yeah. Like, in my opinion... Um, you know, we're all built different, right? Yeah. We all look a certain way. We all, like, to be a beautiful woman or to be a great-looking man. Yeah. You know? We're not all blessed. Sure. In that... I'm not Brad Pitt. Yeah, exactly. So, like, there's a lot of women out there that don't look great. There's yeah. A, but there's a lot of women that... And even, like, women that are gorgeous or whatever, they might not be, like... But you know what's crazy about sexuality is that... It's it varies. There is yeah. There's there a is wild, a wild spectrum. As my dad says about cars, there's an ass for every seat. Yeah. And like, dude, you're like me. I'm a short, little, stocky Irish guy with a beard. And there's a, broads out there that love it. There are chicks yeah. that are like, dude, I want to rub. There's gay guys that are yeah. like that fucking guy. I would let him butt but fuck me all day long. I guess like long. what I'm getting at here is <laughs> is like, if I'm a fucking uh, Mason guy like a masonry guy and i gotta hire people to lay brick for me or some shit yeah i'm gonna hire guys that look like they can lay brick yeah you know what i mean so if your body dictates that i can make money having sex yeah who's to say you can't do that you know what i mean not that i'm agreeing with it i don't want it for my kids i don't you know yeah i'm not gonna partake in it isn't that interesting? Yeah. So I'm very open-minded about that, but then I often have to ask myself, 
remember the famous actor? Um, he was on The Matrix. He was the black guy with the bald head. Um, Lawrence Fishburne? Lawrence Fishburne's daughter. Oh, yeah? Started doing pornography. Wow. And you think to yourself, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Dude, I have a little girl upstairs. Even my son. Which, that's a, another weird bias in our culture. Like, if your son did it, it's probably not as bad, right? Yeah. But if your daughter did it... Yeah. It would break your heart. I you mean, know? how many times have you heard about, like, these, um... Like, a male teacher that fucks around with a student, and you want to chop his fucking head off. Yeah. And then you hear about, like, these female teachers that have messed and around with chuckle. a young dude. And you're like, these lucky little motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's just and as you damaging. Look at the, and it you really know what? Is as just a as man, damaging. we look at the teacher, and we're like, well, she is kind of hot. Good for right. him. Good but for him. the truth yeah. is, it's really damaging. To, yeah. that, to that kid regardless yeah if you're a man or a woman like there's there's a level of fucking yeah you know interesting but, but that's how people think man there's like this weird double standard that we have in our minds where it's like you know we can justify one thing we can't justify the other but like yeah like would you I know, be would if I found out that like my son was working in porno or something like man, you little fucking stud. Not that I don't think well, I would what really if he feel was that way. Jerking off for gay guys, you know, like I don't want to know about it. I don't want to <laughs> know about it. You wouldn't be supportive if he was bringing home ten grand a week. I don't know, dude. What if he bought you a fucking house, like overlooking like Atlantic City or fucking I don't Wildwood? Know. Like, I don't know. Man. You know what if you, Dad? You know you took great care of me, man. Here's this fucking house on the side <laughs> of a mountain. You know, like. You know how I Here, got Here's a day. condo in Philly. <laughs> I jerked off for the gay guys, man. It overlooks the gayberhood, all my customers. <laughs> yeah. I think there's that standard. Like, I think we almost feel like women have to be better than men in yeah. that, in the, as far as their morals go and stuff like that. I mean, I, I, I understand the blight of the uh, feminist movement because of that. That is, yeah. that is where it all stems from uh, feminism, you know, is that, like, there is this standard right. that we hold women to. But even that, I always said, I think there's a certain portion of feminism that is full of shit. Because I personally believe that women have always had control. I Look. I think even I think back it's, it's to the 1600s or before, if a woman laid the law down and said, Listen, motherfucker, you're not getting the keys to the Golden Gate until you do what the yeah. fuck I just said. That yeah. dude will... The Helen of Troy is real. Like, like, dude, I think the, I think the leading know, cause of death for women in this country, like outside of natural causes, is a man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> to some extent, really? yeah. To some extent, like they kill him. I think. Well, I think like as far as like, <laughs> I don't know. I think like there's there's plenty of guys out there that are detriment to to the women in their lives. And then I think there's plenty of, um, but I think what you say is true. I think there's a lot of guys out there who are just doing what they need to do because their old ladies telling them to. Well, in, yeah. in our modern culture, I did notice, and it's funny because I talked to my nephew yesterday and he was joking around, but there was, I'm a firm believer that when you joke about something, there's a certain amount of truth to it. And he, he had this, uh, girl with him. He was, he was here visiting me and my uh, wife and he had this girl with him, and he's doing, like, this cool guy bullshit of, like, you know, she's not that important to me, you're a replacement. He said this openly in front of all of us. Yeah. I was kind of, even me as a man, I was kind of, like, put off, like, bro, that is fucking cold, man. Yeah. Like, that's not cool at all. Like, and I broke his balls. 
But maybe it's because I'm older and more mature at this point. And I think to myself, and I told him, I said, let me tell you something. You want to know about a real fucking gangster? A real gangster, like, stands by his woman and don't let nobody talk shit. And you don't belittle her in public. Mm -hmm. So, like, whether this chick is your girlfriend or somebody that you're just messing with, either way, you kind of look like a dickhead right now in front of me. Like, I'm not really impressed with this, like, uh, you know, I'm going to belittle this chick that I just met half a fucking second ago. Right. You know, like, that's not cool to me, you know? So, they're in our modern society, and it's funny because black men get their balls broken about this. Like, black men, they say that black men are very independent and don't want to stick by their woman. But, dude, I know many fucking millions of fucking white guys that are just as bad. Oh, yeah. So it's bullshit. It's yeah. not black guys. It's fucking modern men or boys or fucking 20-year-old dipshits that have this theory of, like, nah, I want to do my own thing. I'm going to fuck around. I'm going to have 15 girlfriends. I'm going to... Who the fuck wants 15 girlfriends? Holy shit, that sounds so stressful, yeah, dude. Yeah. Sounds you know? brutal. You got to remember every fucking story that you told to every one of them and keep it all in... in... Yeah. Fuck that, dude. Yeah. You know? I have a hard enough time hiding a new car that I bought for my wife. Like, I don't want to have two fucking wives that I got to... And the Mormons having multiple wives. Fuck you. Yeah, it's a lot of work. I always think, like, as long as they're... Like, so, polygamy? I always think about polygamists, and I'm like, bro, if you think you can handle more than one wife... Muslims, some Muslims do it, and the Mormons do it sometimes. Dude, if you think you can handle more than one fucking woman, and you're going to provide for all of them... Kudos to you. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's nothing wrong with it as long as they're over 18. When you start fucking around with children, then I think you deserve a bullet. Yeah. You know? But you want to you wanna pick up a couple wives, <laughs> they're going to fucking fight. They're going to hate each other. They're going to cycle together. You're going to mm -hmm. have a fucking little hen house full of fucking women that are... fucking. I did the dishes the other day. I'm not fucking cooking today. Fucking... <laughs> fuck you, dude. Fuck you. I'm going to give you all three all three of you a house. And you live in there and I'm going to go live over here in this fucking condo. Like these guys are out of their fucking minds. These yeah. are they're the ones that everybody gets mad about. The, the feminists get real upset about them guys. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think know. they're fucking crazy. I don't have a whole lot of like views on feminists. I was I'm just trying to convey the point of like <laughs> uh like you just going to let me go on a tangent here no, and say a bunch of stupid shit. <laughs> Like, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get any more trouble with women than I'm already in. Yeah. So, um, I just think, like, like you were saying, you know, if my son can make $10,000 jerking off for gay dudes, <laughs> and, uh, you know, my daughter could... I don't want my daughter doing it. I don't want my son doing it either, but I think about... Do you think it's dishonest work, even if it wasn't no, your children? No, man, I think it's hard fucking work. Are you yeah, kidding me? Yeah, Like, listen. But that's it, what I mean by the look mental, at, look in, mental in contract. The, um, in, in porn, all right? In porn, I think my favorite porn star ever would have to be Nina Hartley. Yeah. Nina Hartley's a smart, smart chick. Yeah. She's not a dummy. Yeah. She's a smart girl. Smart, like, and has been at it for fucking 30 years, whatever. Really? She's still doing it. Really? She still looks great. Yeah. Like she still looks good. Let's look her up. Nina Hartley's gorgeous to this day. I'm probably, I probably seen her. I watch porn. I ain't gonna fucking lie. Yeah, but I'm saying she probably could have made a living doing anything else, but she probably couldn't have made the living that she does with that body 
you know, that she does in porn. But, you know what? Nina Hartley's somebody's daughter, you know? Yeah. It's just, I don't know, man. I think it takes a special kind of person to be able to be that comfortable with that line of work. To just, oh, yeah, I've seen She's beautiful. Chick. She's beautiful to this day. She's still, and dude, she is definitely. If this chick was, like, dude, if this chick came around here and I wasn't with my wife and this chick flirted with me. It's over, dude. What are you kidding me? I'd fuck her brains out, dude. She's crazy hot. But I got a weird thing. Like, some, I go through cycles with porn. Like, some, like dude, sometimes I want, like, an, a hot, older white woman. Yeah. Like, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I want, like, a a fucking hood ass black chick sometimes dude with my porn i rotate man dude my keywords in my searches dude are nobody will up. nobody will ever fucking understand me if they looked up no. like all the shit that i've ever googled you know <laughs> i've watched trannies bang chicks Did you? i'm like nah, i don't know I why have. this is i definitely yeah. was like i don't know what's happening right now it's almost like lesbians but it's not really but there's definitely a dick mm. going inside of her and i'm okay with that because i like watching I'm not a, a big dick fan of like, i'm not a big fan of lesbian porn really yeah i can't relate to it's it it's kind of boring yeah i can't really i mean know? it's i think if it's hot it's hot and if they're really into it it's sexy it depends on so i definitely have certain porn stars that i used to i love uh gianna michaels Dude, gianna michaels her was like a early 2000s porn star and she had like these giant you like them natural, big boobs giant yeah. natural tits but she was also very uh she reminded me of a delco chick maybe that's really? why i was so turned so she was kind of a brunette she was very pale she had like these fucking blue eyes uh built like a brick shit house yeah but also was snarky and sarcastic and like you could like in the video. There's a new chick who's like snarky and sarcastic and like real playful. Yeah. In her shit, and I was like, I look, I don't know new porn stars. Like all my porn stars are like the old ones from like the 80s and 90s. <laughs> like so they're the funny. only ones. They're so the ones I watch. Dude. I am, dude. I'm totally nostalgic. Fuck even that, when it comes man. To porn. I like I like 4K HD. Like I'm like, nah, dude, dude. Really? I can I see like, the pimple next to her butthole. I like the old <laughs> old shit, and I like to, I know who the old porn stars chicks are. Like I know like. Melanie Moore and fucking Nina Hartley and Asia Carrera. Like, those are the ones huh. I know. Kylie I know Ireland. So there's a documentary about that girl, Asia Carrera, I think. She's a member of Menza. Smart, smart woman, man. Crazy. Menza? What's yeah, that? Menza's like a like a elite level of like people with a high IQ or oh, some shit like that. Oh, I heard about yeah. this. Yeah. She's a member yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. But uh, Well, I think that anybody... So I met a porn star. I met Joanna Angel. Yeah. When I was in film school, I had to do a, um, I had to do an internship with a local company. So I did with this company that, I'm not sure if they're around anymore, but they were back then in the early 2000s. They were called Backseat Conceptions. Oh yeah. Which already sounds like a porn, you know. Right. It already sounds. But the 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 deal was, they weren't allowed to, we weren't allowed to intern with porn companies because we, you know, they mm -hmm. didn't want us doing that. But I did anyway. I didn't mean to. I didn't know. They were the only ones that accepted me. Hmm. So I was like, all right. So it was this little studio apartment over there in like Fishtown. And I would go there and these dudes claimed that they're like, oh, we do like commercials and like, uh, you know, like inter like uh, internet documentaries and bullshit like that. And like, okay, that's fine. And then like, as soon as I got there, I did do a commercial for Sailor, Sailor Jerry uh, Whiskey. Okay. And I made this, uh, 
stop motion animation of uh, a playing a deck of playing cards falling on a table and kind of fanning out and like it was pretty neat it was cool i never got any credit for it <laughs> right they were like oh that's great cool i really appreciate you making that fuck you you know <laughs> like all right thanks man and then i saw it on tv and i was like yeah i fucking made that you know that's awesome but uh yeah really <laughs> so uh that's like that's been my whole career with social media there right. was a famous dude from philly called the philly offensive i mean yeah. i'm in one of his videos that got like 10 million fucking views. Oh, yeah? He never tagged me in it, never did nothing. Wow. I, he, like, specifically asked me to meet him at a Walmart in South Philly, and we were going to act out this whole thing where I pretended like I was cutting in line, and he yells at me. And, like, it was all staged. It was all part of right. the fun. But my deal was is I told him, all right, I'm Yard Bartuna, and you got to tag me in it. Never did. Never did it. Never once, wow. you know? And then I think he sold a lot of his content for, like, dirt cheap to, like, some of his stuff was on Tosh.0 and like, hmm. and you're like, what the fuck, dude? Anyway, that's like the blight of me yeah. and Yard Bertuna. But, uh, but anyway. So Joanna Angel, I met her. Back to the porn. The porn <laughs> is in the important shit here. We went from cart- kids cartoons <laughs> porn. to a little bit of politics yeah. to porn now and, and jerking off for gay <laughs> gentlemen, you know? <laughs> like, like, this is a very eclectic fucking episode. But, uh, Joanna Angel, I met her and some of her staff. That fucking lady has her shit together. She yeah. she had a fucking Rolex on her wa- on her wrist that was worth more than the Escalade she drove there in. Like she had a fucking she had money. She yeah. knew she had a business. She had a website. She had her shit together. Uh, her whole thing, her stick was uh, she was she was a New York. Uh, she went to business school in New York. And then started doing the porn. And apparently, like, she does, like, this rockabilly, tattooed, horror-style porn. Mm-hmm. And I guess she's got a huge following out of it. And even hired girls. She had, like, a like her own version of, like, the Suicide Girls. You know? Yeah. Like, she had a... She had a brand. Dude. Yeah. Even some of the chicks that she would bring down there, I was like, That's oh, crazy. my God, dude. I yes. would fucking All my shit you. is old school. Yeah. I, I just watch old school. Like, I search that. That's what I watch. Yeah. I don't like this fucking first-person point of view shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't like any of it. And, yeah. And, like, but I was watching. I was scrolling through Instagram, and I came across this thing. There's this guy that um, he always asks people if, like, uh, like, fit people if they're natural or not. Like, if they're on steroids or not. Like, that's his whole gimmick, this guy, Kenny K.O. Yeah. And I guess he went to, like, a porn convention, and he came across this chick, and he was talking to her, and I was like, who the fuck is this girl? And she looks like, like a all like approaching middle aged woman. Yeah. Redhead, really good looking, really yeah. sexy, and like, I was like, I gotta see who this chick is, and I googled her up. Super playful. Like, yeah. Funny. What's her name? Her name's Sophie Marie. I think I know that chick. Yeah, I'm a big yeah. fan of that. Let's look her up. Let me see. You you go have have at it. Yeah, let's do this, <laughs> man. Let's see. But um, but I was like, Jesus Christ, like I don't know what I'm missing out on, I guess, because I'm not like. Not like that crazy into the world of porno, like to this point, like you know, at one point in my life, I guess I was, but yeah. As I got older, I was kind of like, whatever. I just get nostalgic for the old stuff. Sophie. Sophie Marie. S O F I E Marie. Hmm. 
going silent here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me uh, look up this porn star real quick while you guys are fucking still tuned in here. I mean, there's definitely some some images here. That's, I gotta put my glasses on. Nah, that's not her. Yeah. No. I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to do further research after the episode. Yeah. That's something <laughs> you're gonna have to look at. This chick is like, you know, she looks like a real woman, like a real chick, like a chick that you would see. Um, How about this one? Nah. Now? Nah. This chick's like a white chick. Like, this is a that, white Well, chick. that chick looks somewhat Latina, I guess. Yeah. This is her. This is her right here, Christopher. 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 I'm going to have to be telling my son this someday. Hey, what are you looking at on the fucking Now, here, now? I think she's got the the fake boobies. They didn't. They weren't always a thing, but... Yeah, yeah. You know, which I don't care for, but... Yeah. We should do a whole fucking episode on porn. <laughs> didn't do, we already do that? Did we do it? We, didn't, <laughs> I don't we think did a whole episode about I porn. Feel like, or, I, feel like, we, I think that one episode was about us searching for porn as Oh, kids. yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, like, our favorite porn stars. Uh, I'm saying what we... Well, I think we just did, didn't we? <laughs> well, we did definitely did a solid half hour of, like, you yeah. know, our jerk-off material, you know? Yeah, and I it, want everybody that listens to this show to understand that everybody <laughs> that we mentioned, I have jerked off numerous times to. Numerous <laughs> I want you to, when you listen to our show, I just want you to know that I am a habitual jerker offer. And I only say that because John heard me oh, yeah. say it on and another you said episode. It on that one episode and it fucking like, loved jerker it. Offer. <laughs> yeah. Never once jerked off for the gay guys, but I'm not saying that I wouldn't do it. I'm just not hungry enough yet, you know? That's wild, man. That yeah. is fucking crazy. The OnlyFans thing is fucking... It blows my mind. And, it, like, if that's your option, like, if you could just sit at home in your fucking apartment and fucking, you know... So, so from a business standpoint, think about this. Are which you going to go think, to work at fucking Walmart if you could sit at home and fucking fiddle yeah, around with yourself? Think about this, though. The amount of... Uh, the, the evolution of control in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s if a young lady or a young man decided that that's the industry they wanted to go into, they were very much at the mercy of the pe- the producers, the people that make that content. Right. They dictated how much money they made. There was just very little control on the content creator's side of things. And even in the music industry and porn and a lot of other industries... It's all going back towards this, like, this is you as an... In- I think it's fascinating that we're pushing away from big corporate stuff. Like, it's going back to people being 1099 employees and being self-employed, because that's what a fans-only person is. Mm-hmm. You're a 1099. Fans only hands you a fucking... Oh, do they really? A I, statement that says, this do, is how yeah. much money you made, you figure out your taxes. Uber, same thing. Mm-hmm. You are your own boss. Go work on your there's own no, schedule. Yeah, you don't need a cab company anymore. Yeah. Like, do cab companies really exist anymore? So there's an evolution going on in our culture where people are going back to being capitalists, mm-hmm. which is funny because politically everybody's pushing for this idea of socialism, but really, as a culture, yeah. people are... What the fuck is happening up there? You got somebody here working. Are my kids knocking on the fucking door? Nah, didn't you have somebody here looking at some shit? No, nah, that's a whole other story. The guy wants to sell us food. Yeah. But um, I think it's fascinating that we're going back to being self-employed. 
but with this weird twist of like I want to be affiliated with a company but I want to be my own boss people are very independent now people don't want to go work a, a nine to five I don't even when you and I talked about like being a driver at your work mm-hmm. I like the idea of like I can just do it when I want to do it yeah. you know which ain't necessarily like you and I discussed this off air and then I was like oh, I don't know I don't know if I want to commit to that but I think that that's where a lot of people young people's heads are I want to be my own boss I want to make my own money I, do it on I my want terms. to see well I think that like this old idea of working hourly I talk to the union guys on the job sites a lot and I'm like I know you make a lot of money but I gotta be honest I will never my fucking life work for hours ever again. Mm-hmm. I just, me personally, I can't do it because then all I'm concerned with is the clock and watching the clock spin. But if I work for piecework or commission, there's an incentive. And I think I need that incentive. That's my motivation. So fans only, or even social media creators, me trying to be a social media creator, there's an incentive. If I get my 10,000 followers on TikTok and I get views over 100,000, I want to make money. It's going to be, that's why young people want to do this. They want to be their own boss, you know? So, I don't know, John. I don't know either. Maybe we need to jerk off for the gay guys. Individually, not in the same room. Imagine how much money we can make together. (laughs) Hey, John, you're sporting good today, bud. (laughs) (laughs) Really got that thing rock solid. What'd you do, Papa Cialis or Viagra? What'd you do, man? You're looking sharp today. I mean, you look like you could punch holes through drywall. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit, man. Well, I thought we were just going to talk about fucking cartoons. (laughs) Well, you you said you wanted a lighthearted episode. Yeah, we, it was you know? a very lighthearted episode. So I'm here to make I'm you sure, giggle, man. I'm sure if anybody was listening, they were like, these motherfuckers are talking about the feminists. Yeah. You know? Fuck them feminists. We went from feminists to jerking off in a, you know. I just want the feminists to know that they've always been in control. It's such a, like, an illusion. Dude, believe me, back when, like, uh, the kings of England... I'm certain that if the queen said, listen, motherfucker, I am not sucking your tiny little dick (laughs) until you make peace with Spain. You know, like... (laughs) We have to iron this out. (laughs) (laughs) I really feel like there's been a lot of wars where the king was like, all right, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? How do you think the Treaty of Versailles came about? (laughs) I just, I believe that there was some influence there, you know? You know, you ain't getting... Dude, I'm not going to let you fuck me doggy style. Low key, you chicks are running the show. You're running, dude. You are Beyonce. Who rules the world? You've always ruled the fucking world. Yeah. You know, you gave birth to the the fucking king of kings. (laughs) You did it without a dick. I mean, dude, come on. There was no... You had a fucking baby that was a god. You did that. I didn't do it. There was no penis involved. The fucking virgin, man. She did it on her own. That's how fucking great women are. Nah, I mean, I think that, you know, we get that idea in our head that they're, like, less than, you know, the man is. But women do some wild shit, man. Wild shit. All the time. All the time. You know? 
If you had to have a period every fucking month, you wouldn't be able to deal with it. Could you imagine? I'll say yeah. this. I, you, I it's Not just that. And I don't mean to just boil it down to that, but I mean childbirth, being a, a post, mother. Postpartum. Postpartum my, depression. My wife had a really yeah, hard time the with chemicals, All that shit. And then, like, be a, like, imagine you had to just work with your kids. Yeah. Every fucking day. I mean, Every I'm day. ignoring my kids right now. But I'm saying, We like, chased them out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, kids are a motherfucker. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Motherfucker. I think it's a... Uh, Housework is a motherfucker. It is. It's hard. It's yeah, stressful. It and you don't get paid for it. You know? You just gotta I mean, keep getting, your shit up. You're getting supported, I guess, but... You get a blowjob occasionally. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you do. Unless you don't. Unless, unless you don't that's, fix it. Uh, I gotta go outside and fix yeah. the faucet on the the, the soffit you're on gonna, the side of my house. Yeah, you're not gonna be able to sleep tonight. Man, otherwise, she's gonna be like, "You better sleep on the fucking couch and watch Gianna Michaels." <laughs> <laughs> Sophie Marie. There was this black chick back in the day, and I still follow her on Instagram. Heather Hunter was my favorite black chick. Really? Well, not my favorite, but I really liked her. She was really skinny, and like she was light skinned She was really pretty. Really? Yeah, I liked Heather Hunter. No, I kind of liked... Uh, but I like I like the black chicks that are, like, black. So this chick was very dark and yeah. very thick. And she still is. Now she does more Instagram modeling and, like, a little little, uh, little cheek here and there, a little under boobage, you know? Right. But uh, her name is... Um, fuck me, man. I can't believe I just forgot her name. There's a new chick. African girl. Yeah. Her name's Zwadi. Oh, my God. Yeah? Out of control. Out of control. I gotta look this up. I gotta fucking see. All right, let's end this show, and you can go jerk off or something, all right? I gotta... I gotta... <laughs> dude, I gotta see what she's doing. I gotta see... Uh, uh, there something. was a chick, Ebony A's, back in the day, when I was a kid. That was one of my favorites. Damn, I can't believe I forgot her Ebony A's, and... Uh, who else? Nina Hartley was always one of my favorites. Madison Stone. Madison Stone was a favorite of mine. Hmm. I gotta take a piss, man. Yeah. Well, we gotta end this one. Yeah. So. Let's call it a day, dude. Yeah. I gotta go get some breakfast. Yeah, man. God damn it! I can't believe I forgot her fucking name. It doesn't matter. Doesn't Doesn't matter. matter. Next episode, I am going to (laughs) name that porn star... <laughs> and I'll tell you how much I loved her and what I appreciated about her. We should do a in in honor of feminism, we should do a <laughs> how we appreciate women episode. Let's do the next episode. We're, we're going to describe how much we appreciate women and what they do for us. Yeah. Including all our favorite porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> we'll name it feminism. Oh Christ. I bet you dude you know how that David Allen Co. one got so many fucking views? Because just because we named it David Allen Co. I like starting shit, man. Yeah, you honest. name an episode feminism, I bet you motherfuckers would fucking be like, what are these fucking assholes talking dude, about? Do you know how many women would tune in? The fucking comments would shoot through oh, the dude. roof, dude. It might get banned. Listen, they might they might be like, yo, I can't I, believe you fucking did enough that. Enough women already hate me. So. <laughs> I'll take this one on the chin. This one's me. Hey, man. listen. If they're talking about you, you did something right. They, they're not talking about you. That's when you know you did I'm something. I'm just saying. Wrong. I feel like there's <laughs> love and hate is such a fine line. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> so. Fuck it. 
Anyway, man, let's go get some breakfast. All right, dude. See you, bro. Later. Ren! Oh, Ren! Boy, Ren, if you think you're happy now, wait till you hear this. It's a record of my favorite song. It's called Happy Happy Joy Joy. Hello, boys and girls. This is your old pal, Stinky Whizzleteats. This is a song about a whale. No! This is a song about being happy. That's right. It's the Happy Happy Joy Joy song. Happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy, joy. I don't think you're happy enough. That's right. I'll teach you to be happy. I'll teach your grandmother to suck eggs. Now, boys and girls, let's try it again. Happy, happy, joy, joy, 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 Happy happy joy joy happy happy joy happy happy joy happy happy joy happy 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 I've never been this angry in my entire life! Hey! I feel great! I love being angry! Thank you, Stimpy! <laughs>